Welcome to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, your host, and I play Flossie Lee. I have this little bucket, and it has all of my little things that I like to use, and it has a little ducky and a loofah. This is Chad, RGM. He plays Gideon Nyko and Wade. Could you please turn off these laser grids right now? This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. Oh, I, I told him I loved him. Here's James. He plays Hentaw. This is literally the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. And Steve, who plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Please don't let me get shot by pirates today. just scored about a good uh, 20,000 credits doing that job for Megatry. Huzzah. You said goodbye to Amandine. Y'all stopped by uh, Space Station to resupply, and now... Well, we said good riddance to Yankoff. <laughs> you might have said good riddance. Hey, y'all really liked Amandine. She was, she was very nice and kind. Mm-hmm. And she took some getting used to, but... True. So true. Overall, she... Treated you all with respect and had absolutely no other ulterior motives at all. Entel's not a fan. You know, when you say things like that. I think he's selectively forgetting that she treated uh, Gideon like a drunken hobo. You have the opportunity to maybe unwind a little bit. There is a planet, uh, space uh, planetary colony, that uh, one of you knows about. That is known for being like a relatively like like a, a nice, pleasant world, but it, it has it's known for a particular thing on it, like a like a a supply, a, a plant, something valuable as cargo that you could restock on. Now you got some cash, Flossy. Really? Yeah. What? You want me to come up with a classy thing? No. Yeah. Like. Like something, what is, because because Flossie's really good, very persuasive with the crew, what is some object that, some object that now that you guys have some cash, Flossie would really, really like to stock up on? Bubbles. Okay, you can make that with soap, so. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was like that word association game, you know? It's the first thing that popped into my head. Bubbles is the first thing that pops into Flossie's head. All right. <laughs> okay no seriously um what would we i would say booze but th- i have so much i really i don't need any for a while unless they find it like something i know flossy likes uh particularly fancy things like uh i i do really love tea and fresh flowers those are hard to find can it be an antiquing planet antiquing yeah like old oh, old books, yeah, some old books. So maybe a planet that's known for like its plants used for teas and old books. Rustic charm. The phrase you're looking for is rustic charm. Okay, so a nice rustic colony that's slightly, um, you know, isolated, but has 
like a good like you could get like some really nice tea there and antique stuff because that's because because they're so isolated they have a bunch of old stuff that you know they don't really reach out to the galaxy at large much legit sound good okay that's great we're gonna get in trouble <laughs> that's you like think? yeah we always so, do so flossy convinces the crew to go to this planet she has heard of that's known for I its tea and i would have told them that though i would have told them something else okay what lie do you tell them to convince them to stop on this planet there's great bars really great nightlife i don't drink yeah but you're all about the nightlife ooh, ooh. come on let's go dance you dance better than i do that's not saying much you're not helping Hendel. You dance like a three-year-old, so <laughs> maybe on crack. <laughs> Only you keep your clothes on sometimes. 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 <laughs> that depends where I'm dancing. <laughs> what the fuck, three-year-old? <laughs> oh wait, yeah, 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 yeah. This is true. Yeah. yeah uh huh. Oh yeah. But you know, I mean, we all need to kind of like loosen up a little bit. It's been pretty rough lately so i don't know maybe we could go like have an actual vacation the beach thing didn't work out real air just sounds kind of nice exactly yeah yeah there's lots of green things mm-hmm. trees grass that sounds you good. know maybe real so water like, too so it's like a relaxation planet pretty much yeah it's really like homey you know it's um it has like a real charm to it Charming. I, I grew up on a space station. That's homie. Not whatever G- it is you're Gideon describing. Says, I grew up on a space station and it fucking sucked. Let's go to this planet. Okay. Vote <laughs> it. I'm I'm I hope they have something for you to do that. Who knows? I'll I'll drink on the ship. That's the nice thing. Wherever we go, the ship is gonna be there. So you could just pretend we're in space and stay on the ship. Oh, technically we're space hobos. True. Spobos. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Oh my God, guys, we're a bunch of Spobos. We are. I'll own it. I'll own it. I've been called worse things. It's too late to back off now. At least most of us bathe. In I, your shower. Yes, in your shower. <laughs> yes, I know. Hmm. Not me. I respect you too much. <laughs> lies. You can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> anyway, okay. Oh, the lies. All right. So let's punch in the coordinates and just go to this freaking planet. Yay. Yay. All right. So you, I'm assuming that you guys are going to jump the safe way. All right. You have no reason not to. So you do that. You jump. And you are getting in to this planet. James, what is the name of a planet that is known for being pleasant, nice, relaxing, and grows really awesome tea? Uh, Feldar. It's the planet Feldar. Okay, so you go to the space colony that is on Feldar. All right, so Hansel, you get hailed by the uh, colony spaceport. It says, this is Feldar Station. Uh, what is your call sign and purpose for visit? This is the Air Data Badger. We're just coming to for relaxation and, you know, spending money at places that take money. Th- there's a pause. 
And then they get back on the line and says, I- I'm sorry, what did you say the name of your ship was? Not the Irritated Badger. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, let me give you a heading and you can dock. Uh, he, that little dock information pops up and everything. And it's, uh, yes, please come. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then they cut out. I don't, I don't think we I'm should go here. Gideon, like, get him up. Gideon, can, can you come here, please? Because some weird things happened and you know computers. Gideon's actually right behind you. Hey, Gideon. I've been here the whole time. You're so quiet. You're yeah. like a space mouse. I know. Well, compared Spouse. to Flossie, I think a lot of things are quiet. Well, that's, again, yeah. You're Anyways. He's like me? No. No. I'm a space mouse. No, you're not. I am You're a space too. elephant troop. All right. No. I've always been a space Loud, mouse. destructive, obnoxious. Every every time Flossie talks, I feel that I get the mental image of somebody in the crew picking up a stick and trying to stick her back in the air vents. Hey, Gideon, can... can can you work your computer mojo magic stuff and find out if there's like some sector wide alert on us or something on that planet that we might want to be worried about? Because I'm going to go real slow on this heading and they are way too excited to see us. Right, well, let me see what I can find on the sector net. I can possibly try to assist you with my computer skills, which are rather limited. Uh, uh, actually, there's really nothing to find. Gideon looks around because no, we're, there's no. Our presence isn't triggering anything. We're, there's no alert for us in the system. I mean, we're fairly neutral space, so we should be okay. You don't know any secret backdoor bounty places or anything that maybe the station that we rescued you from or Yankov would have put us what on? What you think I would know about secret backdoor bounties? We are space hobos. I think I just killed Rin. Oh, God, we're having a conversation, and the ladies are, like, giggling to each other the whole time. Can we have some damn maturity? This is a professional podcast. We are officially the most mature people in the crew. No, we cannot. Sorry, not when you say things like that. Maybe we are just famous. Space famous. Oh, God. That bodes ill. Maybe they have heard of us. Yeah. Our reputation has preceded us. But then why would they be excited to see us? Because let's be honest, (laughs) we've left the trail of destruction everywhere we go. Well, I don't know, but when we land, maybe we should be prepared for trouble. Oh, I'm down with that. Let's land on this place and see how it works out. All right, so you guys come in for a landing on the spaceport. And are are you preparing for trouble? how How are you getting ready to get off of the Badger? I am going to, I'm not going to like, you know, go out there, guns drawn, ready to shoot or anything, but I mean, it, it's not a bad idea. That's something that might It's help not us. a good way to make friends. Yeah. All right, fine. We'll play it kind of Should cool. I exit first? That would yes. be lovely. Das Uber tank. Okay. So you lower the, the cargo ramp, Ren first, everybody else behind? Seems reasonable. Yep. All right, so you do. The The ramp comes down. You see, like, a large crowd has gathered at the bay. And they're all, like, as it's lowering, they all look like they're shaking with anticipation. And it comes down, and Rin is there, and behind you, uh, there's the rest of the crew, and just this explosion of cheering and applause goes on the bay goes it is them it's them they're here the prophecy has been fulfilled and they all start cheering and screaming 
What the fuck did you get us into, Flossie? What did you do? I didn't do anything, I think. I don't know. I don't know what the prophecy is. Just play along. Okay. Play along. I'll wave. I'm waving. Wrist, wrist. Some of them wave back. Hi. Uh, A young, uh, you know, teenage girl in the front passes out. She's just overcome with emotion. You come down off the ramp and they kind of part to let you pass. And on the fringes, as you walk past, some of them, some of the people in the crowd are like reaching out and trying to touch your garments. One woman uh, thrusts a small child in front of Rin and says, Rin, Rin, touch my little girl so she grows up brave and strong. I'll kiss the girl on her forehead. Thank you, Rin. Thank you so much. And she holds the little baby. Good luck. I'm scanning immediately for anyone of any form of authority in this shit and, show. Of an old man reaches out and grabs the sleeve of Zeke's collar. And then all of a sudden, he stands up in the chair he's in and goes, I'm, I can walk. I've been healed. Hallelujah. It's not the first time I've had that reaction. I don't believe you. Why? When have I ever lied to you? And as you start walking, like, um, like flower petals are being thrown in front of you. And the, the crowd parts and you see a... An older gentleman who's like, looks like he has like some authority based on his clothes and his station. And uh, as you guys approach him, he, he kind of like bows his head a little bit and he reaches his hand out to shake you know, somebody's hand. Does somebody take his hand? So, Hansel, you grab his hand and as you shake his hand, you see like just this look of just this flood of like emotion, just like awe and relief kind of like wash over his face and he grips your hand tightly and he shakes it with both hands goes oh it's so good to see you thank you for coming thank you so much what's going on who are you why are we being like adored because you're here <laughs> all right we need to find a quiet place to talk preferably with scotch and go over some details he goes, oh no it's it's beyond that he, he turns around and goes okay Prepare for the banquet and a sacrifice. And everybody just cheers and they... Sacrifice? 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 Yes, the sacrifice. As long as it's non-sapien, we're good. Rin, what do they sacrifice in your name? Flowers. There will be a sacrifice of our harvest. <laughs> Fine teas and botanicals. Oh, it would be like incense. That would be cool. Yeah, so long as it's not like, you know, children or... Animals, or he yells his orders. Everybody cheers, and then he looks at you all and says, "No, but you must rest and prepare." It's like, please, please, you can use my home to rest and refresh yourselves. I can get used to this. I would like to use uh, psychic suggestion, so I am going to um, tell this man to speak the words of the prophecy to me. Ooh, good one. And he can make a mental defense check. I don't think he's really going to okay. need to do that. He, uh, you, you tell him that, and you know, he he rattles off a little bit, and he's like, and "You will, you will know them by certain signs, and the ship that they come in on, they will guide us to our ultimate ascension." And he says that, and he goes, "Oh, when we go back to my place, we can go over the whole thing." But and and he he even looks at a couple of people, points them out, and says. You know, like you know what to do, and they come and you know, like they'll like if you have a coat, they'll offer to take it. They offer you refreshment drinks. Flossie, you get a really nice cup of tea just handed to you. I smell it. It it is lovely. It is a lovely floral tea. Hey Zeke. Yeah. Um, 
Do you happen to have like some sort of magic tester in your pocket? Like, is this stuff safe? They're worshiping us. Why wouldn't it be safe? Maybe we're the sacrifice. Drink the Kool-Aid, sister. This is your planet after all. It's not mine. Like a portable spectrograph or something? Sure. <laughs> some kind of pH strip or something. I'm assuming you would have like some drops or like litmus paper that can test for the presence of toxins. The most common toxin. You do so and the, you detect no toxin. It's tea. It is a lovely cup of tea. It's perfectly warm. It's tasty. I mean, this is this is what this colony Yum. is famous for. This is so good. <sighs> you should have some. Okay. It's really quite good. Yeah, it's lovely tea. You get you get served tea. The the men get offered tea. No, I'm cool. Some older women are like they're inspecting Gideon. Like looking at his hair, telling him he needs to eat more and stuff. And Gideon is just like, um, he scoots over to Hental. It's like, what the fuck is going on? I think we should roll with it just to figure out what's going on. But they said they said they're going to take us somewhere. Listen, fucking around with prophecy is never a good idea. We should see if we could go shopping. I bet we get a hell of a discount. Oh, that's a great idea. Do not take advantage of the blind worshipers. You're getting escorted to the elderly man who introduced himself as the the shepherd of the colony. So you get escorted to his place. It's a very nice, it's a large like manor home made out of all natural woods. It you walk in, it's usually it's, the way cults work. Yeah, it smells really good. Nice scented, like rosewood cedar smells. And you're brought in, and there are, I mean, you guys are invited in, you're told to rest, you are waited on hand and foot. Any desire you have is met. They bring you more tea. Rin, you mentioned shopping. They will just bring you anything that you want. Yeah, a hell of a discount. I am not going to deny them their religious freedom <laughs> if this is how they want to do things. And I mean, I've always wanted to wear a dress. This is going to bite us in the ass when we fail to fulfill the prophecy. And as uh, as you guys are having this discussion, uh, you 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 get the smell of they're burning a large amount of plant life nearby. Perfect, and it sm smells real nice, but it is a lot. Where is our host, the shepherd? He's he's there, and he's he's directing people to you know do things for you and stuff. Does he have a name? Uh, you tell me, Damien. So Shepherd Damien, you get his attention. He he looks at, he looks at you and he kind of bows and he goes, "Yes, yeah, yes, yes." I understand Arthur. that there's um, a prophecy. Uh, is there any religious text that I could take a look at? Oh, of course, of course, we can show you the scriptures, obviously, and a, and a quiet room for me to read them in. Okay, so he does that, and you you get like you go into a study. And actually, as you walk into his study, I mean, there's there's books and everything. There's like the religious text on his desk and everything. And on the walls, you see like there's a mural of the five of you. That's an amazing likeness of Rin. There's there's one. I mean, it's it's kind of, you know, it's not extremely lifelike. It's more stylized and everything. But there is there's flossing on a sandworm. There's uh, it, it looks like the the irritated badger flying away from an explosion. I mean, it's very unnerving flossy flossy i need you to floss wherever you are just come into this room with me i need you to see this um but they're no, massaging my back flossy 
but Zeke. The masseuse will still be there when you come back after seeing this. Zeke, the masseuse will probably massage her back while she walks. Get your masseuse to push the table in here with you on it. I don't care. Get in this room. Will you excuse me for a moment? I'm being summoned. Yes, my lady. Look at this shit. What did you do? Why is it my fault? Why is everything always my fault? Did you all ask for privacy? Uh, Quiet. I asked for quiet. Okay. So the all the other the locals are getting shoot out. And are there they leave you windows in, there. in here? Can we see the burning from where we are? Yes. <laughs> Way to put <laughs> the that. sacrifice. Tastes like burning, and it's a lot, lot. It is like a ginormous bonfire of flowering plants. It's not in the shape of a person, is it? No, be- no, right, no, 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 no. It is just a huge mound. And there are people dancing around it. You just realize you're looking through a stained glass that forms like, you know, your head. What's the prophecy book say? Wow. Time to read the prophecy. I spent eight years in college. I should be able to read. You spent eight years in college. You should be able to read. Um, I should be able to study text and learn from. uh, Is it in a common vernacular like language or is it like local it's like flowery prose it's not that hard to figure out actually as you flip through there's a couple of interesting points that you come across Uh, for example there is a a specific crew symbol or familiar item on the ship that is specifically mentioned in the prophecy as a method of identifying you all what is it the cow creamer (laughs) yes ah yes good old bessie we're gonna get to that later as you're reading through, you know, it talks about, it actually pretty accurately describes all of you and the irritated badger. And it does say that when you arrive, a sacrifice must be made. The greater part, the greatest part of you know, what keeps the the colony going, like the, the entire economy of this colony that Flossie knows, this is entirely plant, like tea plant based. And they just sacrificed a large portion of it to you. Is there anything else of note in the prophecy? There is one particular member of the crew who fails to meet a requirement of the prophecy. How or why is this so? That's going to be me. Okay. Or Wade. One of the two. All right. We'll pick one. Oh, wait. That's not prophesied. We're guessing. No, it's. Yeah. Yeah. This is you're creating this. So how does Hental or Wade fall short of what's described in Holy Scripture? Wade isn't a person. He's a computer. So Okay, so in the prophecy, Wade is a living member of the crew? It never specified, but they're going to default to living. So Okay. Like they would have assumed it, it would have become kind of canon. As such, Wade's an AI and they don't yeah, take like, too kindly. Like there to might that. be some allusions to Wade walking off the ship with you. Okay. All right, but everybody else is pretty spot on. All right. And the main part of the prophecy is there's, it's, they're very, obviously they're very joyful because the prophecy says that when you all arrive, first of all, you arrive, it describes you all as gods. They're not wrong. You see, out of, out of everyone in the crew, I figured Rin would have the most problems with this. Apparently I was wrong. How is it, yeah, I was going to say, how is it I that have the biggest problems? I, I, I'm totally thrown for a loop here. This is completely opposite of what I was expecting. It describes you all as gods and you be sacrificed. You know, they make the sacrifices to you. There's going to be a big banquet in your honor. 
the whole point of the prophecy is when you arrive, that is the sign that the next phase of their existence is going to start. And that's it's very vague, but Poverty. that's kind of that's kind of where it leaves off. Depopulation. Where they will learn something from you all. Nuclear war. Not to burn their assets, just a thought. Not to trust people that come in on random ships named the Irritated Badger, obviously. Life lessons. After some hours of perusing the scripture, that's what you get. Is there any indication of how this prophecy came to be? Who prophesied it? How they got it? Any of that noise? Uh, so I need... So it sounds like you two are trying to do some research on their religion. So I need you to give me... Let's see, logic plus any kind of pertinent skill role for this, like research, religion, something of that nature. Storytelling? It's the closest I got. Mm, maybe there's a story. That could work. I work teaching. We'll, we'll stick with storytelling. Sure. If that doesn't work, I'm going to talk it out of somebody. That ain't going to work. Uh, 8, 10, 12. And Zeke, you're going to roll too? 13. The only main thing that you get is this religion has actually been in existence for about 2,000 years. I mean, this is a very ancient religion, and they've just been waiting for the day you arrive. That's not creepy at all. I'm, I'm going to go find Shepherd Damien. Yeah, these, these stories and texts are literally 2,000 years old. I'm going to go find Shepherd Damien or somebody that looks of equal importance within this. So we just somehow happen to do and be the people. They have the Flossie on a sandworm. Something funky's going on. Gideon goes, I do recognize that Stetson. Mm-hmm. This is me right here getting my hand shocked on that jungle planet. Yeah, all the pictures of you are about you getting hurt. That's weird. It is weird, yeah. If these stories are 2,000 years old, then maybe we are gods. Woefully unlikely. Well- Have you met any of the rest of us? I'm with Randy. I'm not saying that gods are- infallible before hental runs out and everything gideon's like wait wait guys stop 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 wait i just remembered something i remember no no seriously i remember this uh, really important tip from a movie i saw one time if anybody asks you if you're a god you say yes oh i remember that movie yes remember that movie i do yes i do you made me it worked watch out it really bad when they said no right i'm not gonna say we're not yet but i need to figure out what the fuck's going on because can you agree this shit's crazy it's Unexpected. It's not crazy. Religions aren't crazy. Yes, they are. Just because they're not proven doesn't mean they're crazy. I really don't want to get in a philosophical argument with the smell of whatever the hell that is out there burning. It's giving me a headache. We, we are going to need some some way to repair that, whatever it is they just did. Right. Before we leave. Maybe we leave them with the knowledge of crop rotation. All right, so Hental, you are going to go out and look for the shepherd. Uh, you you go out the doors. You don't have to go far uh, in the home. You do see him, like he is giving orders and things for the for the enormous feast that is going to happen in your honor tonight. Okay. And you you come up uh, towards him. He sees you. He stops and he bows deeply to you, and he says, "Yes, my lord. What do you require?" He is looking at you with just awe and reverence. I've been wondering. If you know, how did the prophecy come to be? The, the prophecy was given to us thousands of years ago. By who? By the creator. So the creator left the book of prophecies for you guys. Well, I mean, just how any other religion gets their prophecies through prophets. Does the prophet have a name? Leland. 
uh, the prophet Leland, the prophet Leland, the incorrigible. The prophet Leland. Yes. Hmm. That's very interesting. Is there anything that that you require? Are you are you satisfied with the lodgings? Very satisfied with the lodgings. Um, I am mildly concerned about the amount of bountiful harvest that you are uh, smoldering. Is it pleasing to you? Well, my only concern is your well-being, of course. So I'm wondering how much additional bountiful harvest you have. Will it get you through? Does it scare anyone else that Flossie is playing savior to these people really well? Why do you think I was terrified as soon as the gate opened? (laughs) Okay, so long as it's not just me. I mean, well, we are about to move into a new age we'll be taking care of. You're going to show us the way. Hmm. Okay. I see. Anybody else have that fastball song playing in their head? <laughs> Damien. Shepard Damien. Done yeah. great work. Thank you. Can you get me, um, or does your study slash library have a bunch of historical texts from about, oh, I don't know, 2,000 years ago? You know, cultural stuff, records, document, anything like that. Is there a museum around here that I can go wander through and start... Just look. Just kind of curious to see how far you guys have come over the course of two thousand years. Well, if you're if that's the information that you're looking for, I mean, the obvious place to go would be the temple. Thank you. Can you point me in that general direction? He has a servant escort you. Let it be a litter. I would totally deny the litter. This what? feels super awkward. Hence the litter. Okay, oh. so Flossie's going to be on a litter, and Hintal's going to walk behind it. <laughs> they show up with the litter, and Flossie's like, "Woohoo!" She I'm totally glaring would. at you at every free ball. <laughs> While Flossie is on the litter, that uh, that masseuse servant guy asks if you would like a head rub. That's very kind of you, um, but I am not partial to head rubs. Foot rub? A foot rub would be great. Okay, so you get in a foot rub while you're on a litter carried by very large, muscular people of a gender of your preference. Intense glare intensifies. Could I possibly have a little bit more of that tea as well? It was really good. You are kept well watered with tea. Mm. You know, I forget. Are there are there bees on this planet? Do you have a supply of honey or some other sweet uh, to yes. put in tea? Yes. Oh. Is your tea not sweet enough? No. Could I have it's some more? It's not sweet enough. And they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Oh, no, it's fine. I could just use a little bit more. Thank you. And so they take it from you and- bring you a, a new glass of tea, a new mug of tea with honey in it. The mug says number one goddess on it. This is the best mug I've ever seen. In accordance with the prophecy. God damn it, I hate you, Flossie. <laughs> the mug is in the prophecy too? Of course. Wow. What does it say? It says that you would really like a mug that says number one goddess on it. Give the number wow. one goddess mug to the world's okay psychic. <laughs> 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 Flossie and Hental are going to the temple. Gideon, Zeke, and Rin are are left behind. You know, the, the shepherd approaches you, Zeke, and says, so before we start the festivities and everything, me and, and a couple of the other uh, priests, elders and such, would you allow us onto your ship just so we can make sure that everything uh, checks out with the prophecy? I mean, of, of course it would. I mean, why? It would be a really weird coincidence if it wasn't, but we ha- there's a certain signs we must look for. You would have to take Gideon with you because 
the ship is bio-locked to one of our presences. Of course, of course. Remember Flossie updated the key fob. It goes bloop, bloop, now. They bow to you. It's like, of course. And, you know, they, they look over at Gideon. It's like, when buy your leave, my lord, whenever you're ready. And Gideon's like, just just staring. Is like, this is the weirdest. I know. Um, don't get inculcated. Have fun. Let me go alone with these people? Don't leave him alone with them. Uh, take Rin with you. She likes being in the presence of psychophants. I promise not to set anything on fire. That's usually my line. I think we already did that when we landed. Is is Rin going along? I'm um, sure. Yes. They ask for a tour of the ship. They go through, and when they find the uh, the cow creamer, they know that you are the ones. You are the ones foretold by prophecy because you have the sacred cow make it creamer. Move, make it moo. No, 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 no. They pick it up and they, they fawn over it and then one of them pours it out and they all moo in unison. What the f- Oh, it's Flossie. Wow. I can't believe Flossie's missing this. This wow. is terrible. You'll have to describe it in detail what later. What did you do, Flossie? <laughs> How can you deny these signs, Gideon? <laughs> then I heard it move. Now I'm a believer. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Feels like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> You're all going to die. Yeah. Yeah. PPK. And, and one of the elders looks over at you, Ren, and says, but there, there's one thing missing, though. There's There was supposed to be another, one known as Wade. He exists. Where Where is he? We would like to meet him. And he's also invited to the, the feast as well. Way does not exist among us as you or I. Gideon, he kind of snickers to himself, says, Wade is everywhere. He's like, actually, Gideon's like, hey, Wade, if you're there, give us a sign. And the microwave goes off. Fucking hey, of course Gideon would do that. That seems to suitably impress them. It should. Back to the temple. So Flossie and Hental, you were let in the temple. And this is, I mean, this is a very ornate, I mean, this entire colony. Carried in. Yes, you were carried in on the litter. That's fine. Are you you asking to be put down when you get inside the the temple or or what? Yes. Yes. I would like for the litter to be gently placed on the floor of the temple. I'm going to grab the guy that's been massaging her feet and pouring her tea and everything and pull him aside as soon as she's sat down and walks off. I'm going to whisper in his ear subtly, she really loves it when you spit in her tea, pro tip, and just leave it at that. You, sir, are evil. Says the one exploiting innocence. He looks at you and says, this is a test from Hental the trickster. <gasps> if that's what you think, that's what you think, but I wouldn't want to be the one to disappoint a god, would you? It sounds like something a trickster would say. Or, you know, somebody trying to save your ass. Or a trickster. Totally a trickster. Trickster. Very much a trickster. Well, now he looks conflicted. Anyway, so you guys get up. So, Flossie, you get up off your litter. Hintal, you walk into the middle of the temple, and this is, it's all made out of wood. It's highly polished wood. It's been very well taken care of on the inside. Everything is carved. There's intricate wooden carvings everywhere. And there are also sensors, which are emitting bubbles into the temple, as the prophecy has dictated. Yes, I was just about to mention the Rustic bubble town, sensors. Wood buildings, crop growing, famous for tea, has bubble <laughs> sensors. <laughs> Fucking perfect. <laughs> they are holographic bubbles. <laughs> fits. If it fits, it ships. And there's like the altar and everything, but you see like there's more of that 
intricately designed stained glass. There's wood carvings of the five of you in the temple, like in various locations <laughs> throughout the temple, in, in various suitably uh, like religious poses. Whoa, 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 whoa. Define religious pose. You know, you know, like the classic one in Renaissance paintings where you had like a hand up with like the two fingers up holding a scepter okay. or something like okay, that. So nobody, right. nobody's getting crucified is what you're oh, saying. Oh, can Flossie be holding up Bessie? Yes. Yes. And like a teacup in the other hand? Oh, it's perfect. And I has like a, it has a halo of flowers. Oh. Your red hair, like on, on your particular carved uh, statue, uh, the red hair is the only part that's like brightly colored. <laughs> so that it was actually painted. Because somebody's ego wasn't big enough already. Well, according to some of the stained glass and everything, apparently Flossie is the prime goddess of this pantheon. I mean, I would expect fools to think that. They, they're already worshipping <laughs> us. So why not just go all in? Oh, that makes you guys like apostles then. No, no, they're just, they're just, they're just lesser gods. I will end you. So, <laughs> so you're demigods then? No. Uh, who knows? No, just no, lesser gods? gods of lesser power. For instance... Z, god of... Clearly medicine. It's like the god of medicine who's constantly getting hurt. The wounded healer. You get some Jungian archetypes in here. Yeah, that's right. The lesson being that it is noble to give of yourself to take care of others. Oh, and Zeke does that in spades. <laughs> so what were you hoping to learn in this temple? Anything historic about the time frame the prophecy came, where they came from versus where they are now, any illusions as to what the prophecy says we're supposed to bring, as like specifics around what this new ascension is or whatever this bullshit that Flossie's getting okay. on about. So, And you have priests there that are more than willing to answer your questions. and everything. Basically, what you find out is, you know, at, According to the prophecy, you all are going to come to the world and teach the populace something that causes their ascension. And that's, you know, there's there's been a lot of theories over the millennia about what ascension means. What is it? Is it just that, you know, you're going to bring the gift of higher technology, knowledge of things that were previously unknown? Are you going to assume into heaven with everybody? You know, there's a lot of debate, a lot of religious debate about what ascension means. I'm really trying to dial into how they got this prophecy. That's really what I'm digging around. I want to know if it was like homeboy said some the creator gave it to him or if some like bumbling idiot stepped on like some like weird trans temporal record thing. I don't fucking know. Like with most religions, the origin has been lost to time. You're not going to get a definitive answer on that. The prophecy was given by God, spoken through the prophet anything Leland. Allude, like, a burning like a burning bush or any like anything. Burning tea plant. Hental is getting information on what's going on. What is Flossie doing inside this temple? Besides giggling to herself. So Flossie would be walking around and looking at all the artwork, trying to pop the bubbles and realizing that they're holograms, um, talking to people inside the temple, generally just enjoying the fuck out of it all. The art, the artwork depicts various scenes out of the adventures that you've had. I mean, these are actual, like, legitimate things that have happened. And you're like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. And then you find out that this particular piece of art is like 500 years old. That's just amazing did you find out who the prophet is yet don't worry about that you keep living your little temporary high life i'm mad at you you're always mad at me that's not anything this new time it's legit 
You say that every time. I much like the baby, much like the fucking slaves we were saving. This just doesn't cost. This wasn't my idea. This was what's his name again? Totally happy to run with it. Um, would we have like in the reading and discussing with it? Would we have been able to determine that it was Wade that wasn't going to live up to the terms of the prophecy type deal? Yeah, because in the stories in the prophecy, like Wade is an actual person that accompanies you all. Okay, and it says that one will not live up to it, and we have to piece that together. No, the prophecy or... does not say that. Okay, the prophecy, the prophecy is just assuming that Wade is a person with you. Okay, all. so I'd be able to deduce. Oh shit, Wade's not real. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to beeline back to the ship. Yeah, it does not jive with the prophecy. I'm going to beeline back to the ship with the quickness. Okay, so Flossie's looking around at artwork and giggling at things, and all of a sudden Flossie just, I mean, Hintal goes, oh, shit, and just turns and runs back to the ship. It's not really a game session if Hentall doesn't swear and start running, so. And you get into the ship, you get to the galley, and you see, like, there's the shepherd and a couple of the elders just fawning over this cow creamer. I'm going to my cabin, my quarters, locking the door. <laughs> Hentall, there's a time and a place. I know. I know, and this is both the time and the place. To be in your bunk? Yes, alone, without all of you taking advantage of innocent, naive people that are worshiping as gods. Don't paint me with the same brush you're using on them. The only one exempt so far is Gideon. Gideon is there with the um, you know, the other guys. and Actually, while they're like fawning over the creamer and, and deb- they're debating like religious stuff and everything, Gideon just kind of like slowly backs out of the galley away from the people there. I'm going to get on the comms and have Gideon meet me in my room. I assume I saw him there in the galley as I ran by. And Gideon goes up to your, your closed and locked door says, uh, quick question, Hantal. Your pants, are they on or off? They're on. Come on in. Okay, good. I'm coming in. I have scotch. Oh, I don't want any scotch. Are you sure? Yeah, the last time I had scotch it did not work out well for me. True story. My bad. I'll own that one. That's me. Right. He walks He walks into your quarters. So, listen, we're going to have a couple problems. A couple of problems? All right. Multiple problems. Number one, we're supposed to deliver something to let these people ascend, and we have nothing to deliver. Like, nothing. Number two, and here's the key one, every text I've read and person I've talked to describes Wade as a physical entity. Guess what Wade isn't? Well, I mean, technically, they nah, count the uh, ship. Uh, uh, l- listen, they describe him as a person, as a physical being, and he's not. What's going to happen when they discover Wade's not a person? Well, maybe they interpreted the text wrong. I don't know. Can you try to explain that to Zealots? Y- you're a logical man. You've, you've seen shit go sideways. Let go of uh, Rin and Flossie's acceptance of this adoration. Yeah, I know. I've never been worshipped as a god before. It's fucking creepy, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of nice a little bit. Yeah. Until they discover that, you know, Wade's not a person and they decide that we're not actually meeting the requirements of the prophecy and that we can't deliver them to the next level of ascension. And then we become the targets of their ire because they just burned three quarters of their crop for the next year because they didn't need it. Oh, I I see where you're going. We have to leave quick. We have to go out and get the ascension thing. Oh, we left it in space? We had to check to make sure that they were meeting their requirements of the prophecy and we just happened to never come back. Whatever. We'll, We'll have to see what we can do then. 
Yeah. Because this is going to be a problem. Yeah. Especially because I, I think we might have to have a crew meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck pulling Flossie away from adoration. They gave her a freaking litter. They carried her on a litter. This You're not like cat litter, right? No. no okay. No, no. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Like a whole fancy tray while she got foot rubs and tea. Just living the high life because the 300 feet of the temple is too much. Well, I can already tell you we can't go anywhere now because Flossie's ego is not going to fit on this ship. Zeke has sedatives. You and Zeke's solution is always drugs. It drugs works. Are not the answer, Hasn't man. failed us yet. So while this conversation is going on, uh, Zeke, you're still, uh, you're still back at the shepherd's house. And you are approached uh, by some of the, the servants or, or some of the other colonists and everything. And they tell you that the preparations for the grand banquet are completed. You know, they're going to gather everybody else up in the crew. And y'all are going to party all night long. Excellent. I will just let everyone else know that the banquet in our honor is almost ready for us to join in on the festivities. And they, they bow to you and they go and make ready. And we are going to pick up with the banquet in your honor next episode. Next time on the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. So you, you have a mug and... Uh, Zeke, you you have a, a a tea mug as well. What is this? Is number two doctor? Number two. <laughs> <laughs> They're was, not wrong. No, no, it was made by a child in kindergarten, so it says one pound doctor. <laughs> For information about this and other episodes, including show notes, social media links, and more please visit our website at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. Want access to subscriber-only perks, such as bonus content, Discord server access, World Anvil partnership benefits, and other swag? Click on the donate link at nerdsmith.org for details. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Come back next Monday for more chaos. Clearly, was pretty smitten, <laughs> taking her back and showing her stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, he is back already. I'll show me mine if you show your me's. What? What was it? Oh, <laughs> just says, "What the f- is wrong with us?" Spendable money for your ill-gotten booty. Hey, I worked hard to come by this booty. Squats every goddamn day. <laughs> you know what, Logan? Why don't you name your NPC? Everyone calls just it a Iggy. weird idea. Goddamn f- amateurs. Drake. Nothing. All right. Maybe you weren't supposed to say it as a question. You've got 32 silver. All right. And a note that says, if you stole this, f*** you. <laughs> also, give me a call. Well, that's okay, because that's why I have comprehend languages. You don't need okay. to comprehend anything if he's doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> Shenanigans, an actual play D&D podcast, available on nerdsmith.org or wherever you get your podcasts.